0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, you ready? Ready,
1: Coach? Yep. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to the Manny Diaz Show. Joe Zagyacki alongside Don Bailey Jr., Miami and Virginia on Thursday at 7:30, with Hurricanes head coach Manny Diaz and uh, coach your the vision your vision came under a little bit of a I would kind of call it an outside attack maybe the university's vision as well and you had some comments about that the other day in terms of where the program is and, and where you want to see it, see it going.
2: Yeah, you do. Um, any team has to be aligned, you know, has to be united in vision, as you mentioned, um, and. Just like a team would, I think. I think everybody inside the university felt, um, yeah, a little disrespected, a little attacked when you when you feel that there's an accusation where everybody doesn't have the same goals. You know, and and, and we know um, in this athletic department, you know, what President Frank's goals are for this university and how important athletics and specifically football is towards that. Um, certainly, in this athletic department, with Blake James. Um, and what his goals are, and, and, and our goals as a coaching staff for the football team, and and the word excellence is is you know the goal in all those things. Um, the process of getting there, you need support across the board. We need the you know it's very hard for Miami to win if Miami is not united and unified towards um, that cause. Um, you know you know we. we, we talk about old conversations about the stadium i mean i can't believe we're still talking about that you know and and, and as you guys know i mean i was in the orange bowl in the 80s and we did we're to get into counting students and counting who's there i i don't that wasn't a thing back then no one cared um our stadium is amazing and there's been a lot of things you know when i got here in 2016 there were a lot of things that weren't amazing you know the stadium before they did the renovation it wasn't a great place you know it just wasn't a half a billion dollars makes it pretty special that's why with the super bowl there and every other event, you know. Um, our campus, you know, our dorms, you know, they were substandard, they just were. Um, and that hurt us in recruiting, that they're amazing now. Our campus is, is transforming, and it, it has such a positive impact when recruits come on our campus. Um, you know, the, the, the sofa indoor facility. It's hard for us to imagine how we even survived, how this program survived without that. We forget it's only been open for three years. The coach's office isn't really open for the better part of two. Um, There's so many things, you know, we're attacking the locker room next. I mean, there's so many things that were reasons why you would not come to Miami. Um, And we have been shooting those down slowly but surely. And I think when you mentioned, Don, the recruiting classes the last two years, you know, those are the two. The the class of 20 was the first class that really, in a full cycle, got to see our new stuff. You know, they got and and that's did that help? Yeah, of course it helped. Remember, they came here after a six and seven season, you know, with, with tons of negativity. So. You know, you stack that class, you do the 21 class, you get the guys like James and LT, and obviously we've seen the, the receivers, and, and there's there's so many more special guys in that class. And great players want to play with great players. You know, I, I, I would want to come play f- for Tyler Van Dyke and Jake Garcia if I'm a wide receiver or running back. I don't want to block for those guys if I'm an offensive lineman. I want to play linebacker behind LT. I want to play DB besides James Williams. And there's many other guys I can name. Um, but I think the key is, and maybe what, you know, hopefully the good that comes out of this is that is that this does bring us together. You know, is that, you know, look, I'm responsible for the results in the field and we have to play better. Ultimately, we'll get judged by how we play and our performances. And I understand that. And I know our first three performances weren't what we wanted. Not inside the program or outside the program. But that doesn't stop the fact on where we're going. So sometimes some short-term setbacks don't affect the long-term vision, the long-term goal, which is going to happen. And it's going to happen because we continue to bring in the, the type of people that we want to build this program with. So. I'm proud of the support that we get, um, you know, in the athletic department and at the university level. And, uh, and, again, I think if our people come together and understand that we can't, the worst thing we can do is fear monger our recruits away, and that's been a cycle here, and it's hurt—it's hurts the program. You know? We want to do the opposite. You know I mean? If, if, I, I'm okay with the attacks that come from the outside. I don't want the attacks from the inside. I want to circle the wagons, and that doesn't mean we lower our standards now. Two things can be true at once. You know, we got very, very high standards for our performance. When we don't meet it, there's no one more disappointed than the people inside this building. Um, But we also know we've got to keep the forward momentum and we've got to continue to add talent to our roster because that's the only way to get the program back where we want
3: it to be. And Manny, you look at President Julio Frank and our athletic director, Blake James, and I look no more than last season on how those two men provided the leadership to get football played. You start with President Frank, he set an example for the nation on how we're going to play sports. And Blake James, and the amount of effort that was put forth every minute with the administration here in this athletic department to make a game happen. I think that proves to me one heck of a
2: commitment. Yeah, we forget the narrative of what it was like last summer, summer mm-hmm. 2020. Uh, everything was it may not be safe to play a football season it may not be safe to bring students on campus um, and Dr. Frank was one of the first ones and I'll, and I'll tell you and he's mentioned this I mean the our football team last summer in summer 2020 and their pattern of behavior when we brought those guys back for summer workouts because if all of a sudden if they had not done the right decision-making and not done the right habits and behaviors and let's say we had had a major outbreak on our team in the summer it would have hurt his stance mm-hmm to allow us to play football. So to me, the connection between Dr. Frank and our football program was as tight as it could be last summer because that, you know, sort of, you know, him showing the trust in our players that he could bring them back on campus and we could role model the proper behavior and then our players repaying his trust by doing all the right things and and handling all the protocols of coronavirus, that gave him the platform to go to the ACC and say, this is my wheelhouse, I'm an expert at this. We can play. And again, in hindsight, oh, of course we played. But mm-hmm. last August and July, go Google the articles that were being written. It was, a, the, the thought was almost absurd.
1: Also, I think I want to tie this into recruiting in the stadium and, and, and uh, local players and all that. I can't imagine a kid anywhere, or O'Brien, that knows Hard Rock Stadium, that isn't, a, who's playing with some Optimist field, does not daydream about catching the game-winning pass at Hard Rock Stadium that's good enough for the Super Bowl, that's good enough for the championship game, or all we have to do, you talk about vision, we've seen the vision, we've already experienced it. In t- 2017, we had three weeks in a row that were incredible. We've seen it with other games against Florida State, what Hard Rock Stadium has meant at ter- in terms of home field advantage and what how a unifying crowd, what a unifying crowd inside that stadium does for this program that's exactly right and, and
2: and look our responsibility in the program is to put a team out there that performs in a way where people want to come and 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 root it on and, and that's why I said I mean our fans that were there this past Saturday they were phenomenal you know and right. our players noticed that because uh, no one knew what what it was going to be like last Saturday and um you know my thing is as I'm just you know I'm for Miami I'm, I'm for the people of Miami that, that's our advantage you know people want to talk about resources there's going to be college football programs that are always going to have shinier toys in Miami that's the way it's always been we got really nice toys but someone's going to be able to afford something shinier but what they can't have is that they can't have our people you know we stay together we bring our people together that, that makes us a little bit different and that's how we've always been able to compete always you know when we've been a little oh well this facility that facility we got nice stuff we really have really nice stuff first class first class but I'll put our people over anybody else's people. you know, And that's that's our fan base. That's our community. But more important, that's our recruiting base. you know. And to me, to be able to continue to make strides there, bring those type of guys into our program, uh, that's what makes Miami Miami.
1: And by the way, that seems pretty darn good when it comes to tailgating. <laughs> <laughs> Before and after. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We got, we got a good dose of that walking into the stadium last week. Those mm-hmm. people were revved up and ready to go. They love their... Uh, they're tailgating. You got a. Uh, speaking of which, you got a big opponent coming in here, Virginia. They're going to be desperate. They're 0-2 in conference play, first time in six years they've started 0-2 in conference play. They've got a quarterback that's a Steve Young clone, averaging about 428 yards a game through the air. So that's a pretty big challenge.
2: Yeah, they are number one passing offense in the country, and it, it, the tape backs it up. Um, quarterback, as you mentioned, I mean his arm, it jumps off the tape. I mean he is hitting guys. His accuracy. Um, they, they run a lot of shots down the field. They're much more vertical in their passing game this year than they've been in the past. Um, Virginia was, was always uh, very complex, a lot of formations, motions, shifts, but they really ball controlled you with a short passing game. They, they still have that in them, but now they, they can really stretch you down the field. Uh, their upgrade of wide receiver talent is, is dramatic and noticeable. You'll see guys 2, 3, and 4 can all go win down the field. And they, they've added a tight end that looks like LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> Woods, number zero, is about 6'7", 270. Um, he looks like a power forward running around. So they, they've done a nice job with their weapons that they have. But you will see this quarterback now. I mean, I mean there, there are plays where he is hitting guys. in the If they if they have their helmet on, they don't have broken noses because he's throwing the ball, and it's hitting them right here, I mean, right in the mouth. So, um, Uh, highly accurate Uh, you got to get him off a rhythm somehow because he's he's really really good and he's got weapons that can make it happen their head coach bronco mendenhall a
3: defensive guy and he has built that defense they're very sturdy they're very strong which they have been for years but they are now bouncing between that odd and even front
2: they they bring some difficult situations as well yeah they can go odd they can go even and then what they've got into is some of the three safety look that you're seeing more and more now in college ball so they they have always been able to throw a lot at you. They've always been, you know, really into disguising. They can be very, very multiple. So if you're, as a quarterback, if you don't really understand your keys and what you're looking at out there, they've got a, a system designed to make you make a mistake and throw the ball into coverage. Um, and we've seen that in some pa- prior games with them in the past. I, these games have always been tight. I think uh, 10 points have decided the last three yep. contests. Mm-hmm. No one scored over 20 in this in this game um, in, in four years. So I think that's that just kind of shows the
1: DNA of both of these teams, and um, I expect this one to be tight as well. They have a, a huge offensive line, including a tackle that's six foot ten. I'd be playing basketball, but uh, you have been able to badger them a little bit coming off the edge. How important will that be? It'll be
2: really important. Uh, that's been a key to our success against Virginia uh, through the years. Is uh, is doing a good job versus the run game. They throw it a lot more, when they run it, but you still have to do a solid job versus the run. And and then you do have to be able to harass the quarterback, you know. And uh, we have been able to get the quarterback on the ground against them in the in the past. Obviously, they're a new team. We're a new team. You do mention they've got a lot of experience at offensive line, and in, in the quarterback, he can he can maneuver time in the pocket. So, uh, you know, it's um, it's important. It's it's tied in coverage and, and, and pass rush. I and mean, the coverage's got to work. They like to chip a lot. With to help out their tackles, you know, to, to kind of nullify the threat of the defensive end. So they're going to present very often seven in protection, at least for a while. So it's not going to be a just, you know, fly back there and sack them. you got to get the – now, you're presenting seven. You only got three down the field for a minute, right? So you got to be able to win the initial coverage look, you know, and then somebody pops off a block and is able to get the guy on the ground.
3: Manny, how do you handle the short week? You have, you have Saturday and you're kicking off Thursday.
2: Yeah, you jam a lot and do a little bit of time. You know, um, they they I have a short week for them too. They had one more day than than we did, but they have to travel. Um, basically, Sunday was a Sunday and a Monday. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday for the players. It was both for the coaches. Um, you know, and then and then Monday was a twos- our Tuesday practice. Uh, Tuesday is our Wednesday practice. You know, more third down, red zone, that type of deal. And then Sunday is the day before the game. So Wednesday is a um, sort of a half of a Thursday half a Friday and then then you're on the game day so it happens fast Virginia's a difficult team to plan a short week because schematically they're so unusual from what you see week in and week out um, but I think it's also led to an urgency with our guys our guys you know they, you know they were ready we put the Central Connecticut game to bed right away and, and, and they're ready to focus all their attention on UVA.
1: Uh, we'll wrap this up uh, with this um, we should mention its a, the beginning of conference play for the University of Miami so you're joining the party. Some teams are already played. some teams are already in, in uh, you know behind the eight ball, including Virginia, they're 0-2. Uh, some teams have been tagged with two losses, but this begins in an eight-game marathon for the University of Miami.
2: Yeah, and what you see is, look, I mean, you look around the country, look, with a couple exceptions at the top of the polls, college football is so wide open right now. I mean, mo- there's a lot of conference races that are wide open. Um, you know, it, it's hard to rank 25 teams right now. So. Uh, we are, you know, we're, we're starting our conference schedule a little bit later than some other people have. Um, but I think everybody everybody knows in our league, everybody's in it, you know, both sides. I and mean, it, it is as wide open as you've seen it in the ACC. Um, we, we always expect these games to be difficult in conference. Uh, but our guys have been training for this all year, and I think we're excited to go play.
1: All right, coach. Very best of luck against Virginia. We will continue. The University of Miami head coach will continue on the show, the Manny Diaz show, right after this.